I am so excited to be sharing with you such important information around menstrual cycle health and fertility and hormones. This kind of stuff is really not discussed in our society, or if it is, there's so many myths and misinformation about it. So I am really happy to be bringing to you the truth, the giving you an education, and helping you feel empowered in your body and your health. Welcome to the Blue Poppy Health Podcast Episode 1. I am so excited to be doing this. It's something I've been thinking about for a while and now it's finally happening. My name is Allison Macbeth and I am a certified holistic fertility and menstrual health educator. So this episode will be all about who I am and how I got into this and why I want to start this podcast. So my main business right now is I do private coaching as well as some workshops around fertility awareness education, menstrual cycle health education. That includes natural birth control methods, which do work. (laughs) Yes, they do. We'll talk more about that later. Um, Pregnancy planning and then managing and improving your hormonal health. So how did I get started? I have always been fascinated by psychology and relationships and health, and I actually started volunteering at our local Planned Parenthood-affiliated group when I was in my undergrad at UBC. So that group is called Options for Sexual Health. They're still around. They're amazing. I was working on their telephone helpline for a number of years, and helping people mostly it was actually birth control questions people often forgot their pill they didn't know what to do or they had questions about which birth control would work for them and I really really loved that work and so when I graduated my undergrad I was like most young people I think trying to figure out oh my goodness what the heck do I do with the rest of my life Um, And a wise friend of mine pointed out that because I loved sexual health education so much, I should figure out how to turn it into a career. So that's exactly what I did. Um, I went to Sydney, Australia and did a master's degree in sexual health education there. Now, there's not many degrees where this is possible. So I was really excited to get into this program. Um, And I had the time of my life. It was amazing. I lived in Sydney for three years. I had so much fun. I kind of feel like I became myself when I was there. I really figured out who I was. I was 26 years old at this point. Um, So, you know, a perfect time to figure all that stuff out, right? Um, Yeah, lots of adventures, lots of travel. I even met my now husband while I was over there. Um, So that was amazing. The program I took there really focused on, there was a coursework part, where so I learned about counseling skills. I learned about sexually transmitted infections, sexual function and dysfunction, all that kind of stuff. And I also did some volunteer work with the university doing some research with them. I worked for the local family planning New South Wales organization. So that's their Planned Parenthood affiliate over there, for those of you who know that company. Um, I also worked with a group called Impotence Australia on their telephone helpline helping men who are dealing with sexual dysfunction. So that was a really, really amazing experience. I also did a research project while I was there on uh, sex education in schools and parents' attitudes and opinions towards that. 
And we found pretty much what I figured we would find, but it's good to have the evidence to support it. Um, and that was that parents want a comprehensive education for their kids. They want to cover all the topics and they want it at what feels like an age appropriate level. And this was one done during the height of the abstinence only movement. And so I think it was really important to be part of that conversation. Um, parents also said they wanted support from the schools. So they did want the schools to help them figure out how to talk to their kids. So that was really interesting for me to do that. Also, while I was there, I got to travel to Belgium to go to a conference and see all kinds of other amazing research being done in the field of sexual health. And that was just so much fun. I really love studying and doing research and all of that kind of stuff. And then, so after three years, my student visa expired and I had to figure out what to do next. So I ended up moving to London, England because I had citizenship through my mother was born there. And I got a job at the Terence Higgins Trust, which was a really big HIV education charity over there. And so again, I worked on a telephone helpline and I also worked on their website and, you know, making their information available and easy for the public to access. So that was really, really great. And it was while I was in London that I discovered fertility awareness. And so fertility awareness, which I'll explain a lot more later, but basically it's, you know, the idea of reading your body, understanding your body's signs of fertility and knowing when you're fertile, when you're infertile, when you ovulate, all that kind of stuff. And the idea that you could know this information, you could actually use it as an effective birth control. Just, it was so amazing. I was just flabbergasted. It was like a light bulb went off in my head. I felt so empowered and excited by this information. And because my original training had been in the mainstream medical field, I had always been taught that it wasn't really effective, that it wasn't really even worth learning that much about or, or even thinking about. Um, I knew it existed, but I always just thought, oh, it's, it's the rhythm method. It doesn't work, um, which I now know is very not true. <laughs> um, and so I discovered it and I was so empowered by it and I just knew I had to make this a part of my life. So I started charting without any proper education. You should have seen my charts. They were a complete mess. Um, I was definitely not doing it correctly. But regardless, I loved it and I was so happy I had found it. Um, I eventually moved back to Vancouver and again was working in HIV education and I got involved with a UBC group called the Center for Menstrual Cycle and Ovulation Research and got onto their council, which I'm still a member of, and started doing some research with Dr. Gerilyn Pryor, who's the medical director of that division of UBC, which is our local university. And so this was my way of keeping fertility awareness in my world. I reached out to her when I came home because I really wanted to keep keep involved with this in some way and I actually started doing a research project with her on how uh, interest in sex may or may not be related to ovulation. She had piles and piles of data from several years ago that had just never been analyzed and because she knew that was a topic I was interested in we did this research project which was so much fun. Um, it took many years to get it published. I think it was about eight years. So I can tell you more about that in another episode, um, but that was really great. And in this, this next couple of years after moving back to Vancouver, that's when I discovered the Justice College, and that is what completely changed my life. And so 
the Justice College is a nonprofit group in Canada that teaches educators how to be holistic reproductive health practitioners. And so they train us on how to teach people to chart their cycles, to understand their hormones, to understand their fertility, to use this to balance their health, but also for pregnancy planning and natural birth control. And that just, like I said, it completely changed my life. It was a two-year program. The first year was entirely academic, you know, learning about biology, physiology, the history of birth control, um, feminism, how that played into it, different options of birth control, different methods of charting your cycles, the different markers of health, holistic health, all of that kind of stuff. And then the second year of the program was when we started taking on clients. And so I have been seeing clients one-on-one teaching fertility awareness method since about 2014. And I graduated that program as a holistic reproductive health practitioner in 2015. So I'm now certified as an HRHP as well as a master in science in sexual health education. So I've got lots of qualifications um, and currently that's my main business is seeing people one-on-one and coaching them in this stuff, helping them improve their health, have babies, not have babies, really just empowering people with that information around their bodies and their fertility. What else do I do right now? I'm also on the Council of Facts, which is called Fertility Appreciation Collaborative to Teach the Science. And that's an American group, um, mostly of physicians and other medical health professionals. And their focus is to bring fertility awareness to mainstream medical fields, which is amazing. So they're basically teaching doctors how to use fertility awareness in their practice, which I love. Um, It is based on a Catholic view of fertility awareness, and I'm not Catholic, I'm very secular, but they're, they're trying to expand, they're trying to make sure their message reaches everybody, and so I am there representing that secular voice, um, and it's, it's been really great so far being part of that and helping make fertility awareness more available in the medical field. Um, and then I'm also involved with a group called the Association of Fertility Awareness Professionals. So I was previously on the board, but now I'm just a general member. And that is a group of fertility awareness professionals and fertility awareness educators. We are trying to professionalize our field and create a basic set of standards so that whenever someone um, is certified as being a member of AFAP, as we call it, you know that they have a basic level of training. Um, And this has been very challenging because there are so many different methods of fertility awareness and all the trainings are so completely different. But we're, we're trying to find a way forward. We're trying to unite everyone and make a set of standards because this is an unregulated profession, right? We don't have like a board like physicians might have where we have to follow certain standards. You know, we're starting from scratch. We're pioneers really in a way. And so I would encourage you to check out those groups if you're interested in learning more. There's lots you can do if you're either a professional or a regular old person. You can become a member. You can see what kind of work they're doing, see if you want to get involved in some way. Um, So there you go. That's me in a nutshell. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to be talking about all kinds of different topics related to fertility awareness, cycle charting, hormones, pregnancy, 
all kinds of stuff, you name it. Um, so if you want to follow me along and continue the conversation, please join me on my Instagram at Blue Poppy Health or send me an email at allison at bluepoppyhealth.com. I'd love to know what topics you want me to talk about. Please send me your ideas. And yes, I will sign off for now and I will see you next time. Have a great day.